Uh, welcome back to another uh, edition of Viking Tech Talks, where we uh, explore some of the technical services questions that we get at uh, our Vikings Technical Services Department. I'm here again with uh, Sean Kramer. I'm Jim Lake. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the Viking Trim Pack questions that we get, Sean. Uh, let's start off, though, before we get into the questions themselves, let's start off with kind of why we, why Viking Trim Pack? What's the advantages? What's the purpose? Why did we come up with it? We're, um, just a general introduction to what Trim Pack is. Sure. We offer the Trim Pack as one of our multiple various options for our trim configurations for our systems. Mm -hmm. So you can get the, the loose trim where you can get it either uh, pieces in a box, you can get it put together at the unions, or you can get it pre-assembled mm -hmm. with the, the exposed trim. And also we have the, the total pack system where you can get it in a cabinet itself. Right. Now the trim pack's your middle option where you get it in a box where it's all pre-assembled, pre-tested. You can mount it on the wall or the riser and you take the steel braided hoses and you run and make your connections over to the valve. So there's a, a, a lot less that you have to actually put together on the trim with using the trim pack as opposed to if you just got all the fittings sure. and nipples in a box and yeah. had to put them together piece by piece. Yeah. Ease, of, ease of installation is the big deal right there. Yes, right? exactly. Okay, so let's dive into the questions then. The first one that we have is uh, how do I order a six-inch Viking trim pack system? I, I only see one part number for it. Yeah, so with the trim pack itself, it's not size specific. So it's going to be the same size, same part number, whether you're ordering for a 3-inch size or whether you're ordering for an 8-inch size. Okay. Now the thing to remember when you are ordering it is there's a drain package that comes along with it. Okay. So majority of the trims in the box and it's going to be mounted and you just make the connections with the hoses. But we do have the drain package, which is going to be size specific. So the trim pack itself, same part number, drain package, depending upon the size, you're going to have a second part number that might change a little bit with it based upon the size. That's going to include your flow test valve, your drip check valve, and very and your auxiliary drain for your connections to the valve. Okay, so those are associated with specific valve sizes. Then. That that is correct. Okay. Just for the drain package. Yes. Okay. All right, second question then is uh, the trim pack is provided with hoses for the connections. Uh, can we hard pipe them if they're needed? So we, you talked earlier about the, the steel hoses, uh, steel braided hoses, and, but what if we need to hard pipe it? Is that possible? Yeah, uh, sometimes in certain applications, someone might want to hard pipe it just because uh, they might uh, feel that it's more aesthetically pleasing to show the hard pipe coming out from the trim pack itself to make the connections to the valve. So it is a possibility to hard pipe it, mm -hmm. but you have to keep in mind that the steel braided hoses and the way the trim pack was tested, they're five feet long. Mm -hmm. So if you're hard piping it, you still need it within that five feet from the riser to the trim pack itself and then always, uh, whether you're using the hoses or not, or, or you're hard piping it, you always want to make sure it's elevated up above the riser as well so that it can properly drain. Okay. So the five-foot five distance is pretty important then for, for, for trim packs? I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm going to explore this a little bit further because you said, wait now, five, 
five feet is a, is an important number here. So why is that why is that a, a, an important thing to when you're hard piping if you're hard piping? It's important because we tested the trim pack specifically with the five foot steel braided hoses okay. for the connections. So it's still possible to hard pipe it and not affect the listing of the trim pack. However, if you lengthen when you're hard piping beyond the five feet uh, of the hoses as to how we tested it, then okay. you're outside of uh, how we tested the trim pack for, per its listing. Okay. Um, so there's a within trim pack. Let's go. Let's open the valve. Let's open trim pack up a little bit here and explore this one. Uh, why is the red colored uh, handle va uh, valve? I guess it, it, it um, parallel with the trim piping. Why is that? There's a there's a red handle, red colored va uh, valve in there, and it and it's parallel to the trim piping. Why is that? Yeah, that's, that's the emergency release on the system. So mm -hmm. with our standard trim, you're going to see a box that says emergency release, open, pull Here, handle in case of emergency. Yeah. The, what's shown right there on the image behind us is not showing it with the cover on the trim pack, but you'd mm -hmm. still have the same cover showing in case of emergency, open door and pull handle. Mm -hmm. And in order for that door to be able to shut, we had to make the handle parallel with the piping. Okay. So most people are used to seeing perpendicular to the right. piping for the handle means close, mm -hmm. parallel means open. Right. But in this case, in order to get the door to be able to shut, we had to make the emergency release uh, parallel with the handle. So it's reversed, right? Yeah, it's reversed and it, it's, it's required to be on there as well uh, as a mechanical release of the system, mm -hmm. just in case uh, you didn't get automatic operation you still have a way to release it mechanically. Okay. So, um, next question then becomes, uh, well, is how do you mount the trim pack? Is it important, are there specific mounting requirements uh, on, on a structure for the trim pack? Yeah, there's a couple ways that you can go about mounting it. The most common way that we see it mounted would be, as shown in the picture behind us, mounted to a wall. So you can mount it right directly to a wall near the riser because you have to stay within that uh, range for the steel braided right. hoses, of course. So you can mount it to the wall, but we also offer a kit where you could mount it to the riser. Okay. So if you want to mount it to the riser itself, whether it's a vertical pipe or a horizontal pipe, we have kits available to get the proper mounting to the riser itself if desired. Okay. Um, where do I connect the air supply uh, for the Trimpec pre-action system? When we're looking at the pre-action systems and we have an air supply going into them, since with the Trimpec we're using the Model F mm -hmm. deluge valve or the Model E deluge valve, we're always going to require a check valve on top of the valve. Okay, let me see that here. Yep, you can see the Easy Riser check valve there. If it's a smaller system, we might have our K1 or L1 inline check valve, or the K2 or L2, depending upon how your outlet's configured. But we're always going to have that check valve up there to hold the air pressure in the system. Because mm -hmm. the drip check, which is connected to the trim and the outlet of the deluge valve, is always in the open position. So if we didn't have that Easy Riser check valve up there, the air would just come out through the drip check. So our connection is actually going to be above the clapper in the back of the Easy Riser check valve before we come into the system. And if you look at the picture closely, you'll see that there's a half inch check valve 
before you enter into the back of the Easy Riser check valve. Mm -hmm. That doesn't come with the trim pack, but that needs to be connected at the air supply as well, because when the system fills with water, it prevents water from backfilling into the air supply. Sure. So the connection's always gonna be made above the clapper, in the check valve, uh, regardless of what size check valve it is and what style uh, Viking check valve is being used. Okay. So if you take a look at the, uh, you know, you take a look at our website and you're looking at trim pack, you do a search, you know, for, for trim pack, you, you find out that trim pack is associated with a whole bunch of different systems, whether it's fire cycle three, uh, single interlock, double interlock, couple of different uh, ways that we're firing off double interlocks, pre-action systems, deluge systems, surefire systems, flow control valves. Um, how do you know, uh, how can an individual tell what type of system they've installed, the, 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 the trim pack is installed on? Well, the nice thing about that is, yes, we do offer it in multiple different types of systems. Mm -hmm. So if you just walked up to the, to the box itself, and there was no information as to what system it is, you would have to be able to identify it by the components of the trim. Mm -hmm. And some of the trim is the same for multiple systems. Right. Uh, so you wouldn't be able to properly identify it just by looking at the trim in certain situations, and you have to start getting into the program on the panel, how it operates and everything in order to determine that. But we made it very simple because every single trim pack is gonna have a nice label on the front of it as shown behind us mm -hmm. to tell you exactly what type of system it is as well as provide you with the part number that was used for ordering of that system. Great. Seems like we're very helpful here at Viking. Um, why are certain systems offered with, in trim pack but not with loose trim? So there's, only, there's, there's some systems you can only get with trim pack. Yeah, trim pack would be the, the lowest option you would be able to get them with. Mm -hmm. um, we don't offer them with the loose trim. Mm -hmm. And those systems would be the, the Fire Cycle 3 system as well as our Surefire system. Those start out in the trim pack offering uh, for the configuration. And with that, they're, they're a little bit more complex systems. You mm -hmm. got two solenoids, you got uh, a pneumatic actuator in line with them on the fire cycle system. Your pressure operator relief valve is serving a different purpose than it does on our standard conventional trim. Mm -hmm. So in order to make it easier uh, for installation, for a quicker installation, make sure that there's not confusion as to how these more complex systems go together, we decided to offer it in the trim pack for that type of option to make it uh, easier for uh, installation purposes. Once again, being very helpful here at Viking with our stuff. Uh, can, I, uh, can I add, this question uh, comes in is, can I add an accelerator when using a trim pack? Yeah, uh, adding an accelerator is definitely an option when using a trim pack for your double interlock pre-action systems. Mm -hmm. Uh, you wouldn't use it for a single interlock pre-action, nor would you uh, use it for a deluge system. But once we get into the double interlock pre-action systems, we can require water delivery times. Mm -hmm. So installing an accelerator is going to help speed up the operation of the valve and help you to be able to meet that water delivery time. Mm -hmm. So the E1 accelerator would just be connected before you enter with the air supply into the back of the Easy Riser check valve okay. and right around where you're gonna connect for the pneumatic actuator. 
So each of our data sheets, depending upon what specific type of system you have, they're going to show you exactly where you would install the accelerator based upon the system being used. Great. Um, this one's come up on a, a number of our conversations before. How many systems can be controlled by the Viking VFR 400 release control panel if we have a trim pack on the system? Sure. Uh, so multiple different systems offered with the trim pack, so it's all going to be based upon mm -hmm. what specific configuration we have and what specific type of system. Right. So for example, if you have a trim pack deluge electric release, well, if you're not using the cross-zone feature where you have detection that has to go off on both circuits before the valve's going to open, then you could control up to two systems with one panel. Mm -hmm. However, with that same system, if you're going to cross-zone it, now you can only do one system per panel. Mm -hmm. Once we get into the pre-action systems, if it's a single interlock, electric release, non-cross-zone, it's the same as the deluge system, two systems with one panel. Or if you get into a double interlock electric pneumatic, then you could be looking at two systems with one panel. But once we start cross-zoning it or we get into the specialty systems like the fire cycle or the surefire systems, then it's going to only be one system per panel. Okay. All right, final question then is that the trim pack trim appears different uh, than the standard conventional trim for the same system. Why, why is that? Well, because with the trim pack being so condensed with the trim inside there, mm -hmm. we had to be able to fit it into the box to make it more compact for installation. Mm -hmm. So it looks a little bit different, but it's actually the exact same components. Mm -hmm. If you're looking at the, the right-hand side, if you're facing the trim pack, that's your, your prime line connection. So okay. that's where your connection's going to be tapped upstream of the water supply control valve so that you can establish your prime pressure into the priming chamber of the valve. Now the second hose, as we start to move over, is going to go into the top of the priming chamber, whether it's the E or the F deluge valve, mm -hmm. you're going to make that connection into the priming chamber. Right. Our third hose coming, that's going to be for your drain line. So you have your PVC hose running over the drain cup to drain out during activation of the system, as well as to drain down the system after it's uh, taken out of service. Now the last two connections that we have on the left-hand side, the, the second one from the left-hand side, that one's going to be used for once the valve opens. Water's going to pass through that, it's going to go, it's going to activate your alarm pressure switch for okay. water flow, and it's also going to come through and activate your pressure operator relief valve to trip the system, mm -hmm. uh, depending upon what type of system you have and trim configuration you have. Then the last one on the far left, that's for your testing purposes, to be able to test your alarm. That connects down to the inlet of the valve so you can open up your alarm test valve, pressurize your alarm, and be able to test it. So if you take a close look at it compared to our uh, exposed trim, mm -hmm. you'll see it's all the same components and it's providing all the same functions that you would see on that standard conventional trim that we offer as well. Perfect. Well, that's the end of these questions. Uh, if you've got any questions for uh, technical services, uh, we handle thousands of them a year, hundreds of them a week. Sean, what's that contact information again? You can call us at our toll-free number at 877-384-5464 or visit our website at www.vikinggroupinc.com. 
operators are standing by. Thanks, Sean, for, uh, um, for answering these questions, provide us these questions. What we're going to do, uh, we'll, this will be posted, obviously, along with the rest of them on our, on our website. Uh, feel free to contact our, our technical services, and we'll see you again on another uh, edition of Viking Tech Talks. I'm Jim Lake, and this is Sean Kramer. Have a good day.